0: This is Renovar Ministries, revealing Christ and renewing one heart at a time. Kings and Queens, David, King of Judah. Welcome to our podcast series, Kings and Queens. In this session, we will continue investigating the life of King David, a life story full of adventure, challenges, and triumph. Please feel free to catch up with our previous session on David, if you have not yet listened to it. In the previous episode, we ended where David boldly defeated Goliath. Even though David knew that God had already anointed him as the next king, he continued to serve Saul. Saul initially embraced David like one of his own sons. As a matter of fact, Saul's son, Jonathan, was a loyal friend of David. Jonathan even gave David his own armor to have. David was faithful to Saul, and he did what he requested, and Saul put him in charge of his army. Sadly, there was a day when Saul's heart turned sour towards David, and he became deeply jealous and embittered. As David and the army returned from war against the Philistines, some women met King Saul and David in the streets. These women were dancing and singing and playing musical instruments around the streets at their return. And they then sang, Saul has killed thousands of his enemies, but David has killed tens of thousands. You can find this in 1 Samuel 18 verses 17b. This comment infuriated King Saul and his heart immediately turned against David. Saul was afraid of David because he knew full well that, the Lord's spirit was with David, and that God's spirit had departed from him. Later, David married Saul's daughter, Michal, who he loved very much. He married her after Saul tried to trick David by requesting that he slay 100 Philistines for his daughter's hand in marriage, hoping he would lose his life in battle, only to find that David greatly succeeded and slew 200 instead. Over time, Saul loathed David more and more, and he soon sought to kill him. At this news, David's wife Michal helped David escape by lowering him out of a window, and David was then able to reach Prophet Samuel in Ramah to seek counsel and aid. David eventually left Samuel and returned to Jerusalem to Jonathan to inquire why Saul wanted to kill him. David and Jonathan decided to do a small test on Saul to confirm the intention of his heart. David was supposed to be present at Saul's table for the new moon festival. You can find this in 1 Samuel chapter 20 verses 1 to 42. However, Jonathan and David decided that Jonathan would make an excuse for David, saying that he needed to go to Bethlehem for a family sacrifice. The test was to see if Saul was angered by this because if he was, then Jonathan would know that Saul wanted to harm David, and then he could warn David. David hid himself in a field until the third day. To Jonathan's dismay, he realized that Saul still wanted to kill David. So he warned David by pretending to do target practice at the stone of easel. Jonathan worked out the code words he would use with David beforehand. So David just had to listen attentively. Jonathan's words to the boy retrieving his arrow were, Is the arrow not beyond you? When David heard this, he knew it was not safe to return to the kingdom. Jonathan then further said, hurry, be quick, do not stay. Once the boy left to the city, David was able to say goodbye to Jonathan and then flee. From that day, David and his men were on the run from place to place. We read of an account when they went to Amimelech, the priest in Nob, and how David's men were able to eat the showbread being the only bread available, and how David took Goliath's sword, who he defeated years before, to use it as a weapon of defense. David and his group then journeyed to King Akish, the king of Gath, and he acted mad in order to escape persecution at the time. He then escaped to the cave Adulam. Over time, more and more people heard where he was and were able to come to him and to join his group. The prophet Gad then told David to go to the land of Judah. In the interim, Saul heard that David had gone to Nob, and Saul brutally ordered the killing of all the priests and their families. One of the priest's sons, Abiathar, was able to escape and tell David the news. David knew that it was Doug the Edomite who disclosed the information, and David encouraged Abiathar that he would keep him safe. David and his men had the favor of the Lord and saved the city of Kilia against the Philistines and Saul pursued him there. The word of God says that David had about 600 men at the time. Thankfully, they were able to disperse and escape from the clutches of Saul. David had hid in a mountain in the wilderness of Ziph. Here Jonathan was able to see him again and encourage him in the Lord that he would be king over Israel one day. David then moved on to the wilderness of Maon, and Saul hotly pursued him until a day when the Philistines invaded the land, and Saul left with his men to fight them. David and his men were therefore finally able to escape into Engedi. It did not take long for Saul to hear about David's whereabouts, and he took 3,000 men with him to the rocks of the wild goats. On his journey, Saul entered a certain cave. Only David and his men happened to be hiding right at the back of the cave. David could have easily have slain him that day in the dark. But he spared his life. And once the king went outside the cave, he addressed Saul. And he said his intention was not to harm him and that God be the judge between them. Saul then acknowledged David's righteousness that day. And even professed that he would indeed be king one day. David later went to the wilderness of Paran. It was in this time that his men protected Nabal's servants as they tended his flocks by day and night out in the field. David originally tried to meet Nabal in peace as his men asked for some food supplies. But Nabal was very arrogant and rebuked them in pride. This enraged David and he sought to destroy Nabal and all that belonged to him. Thankfully upon hearing how David had originally brought protection for their servants and how foolish her husband was, Abigail sent out food supplies as a peace offering and went out to meet David and his men in person to apologize and to plead for the preservation of her household and those working for them. Being a man of God, David fully understood that he had tried to take matters into his own hands without the blessing of the Lord and that he would have shed a lot of innocent blood. Abigail played a strategic role in bringing godly wisdom and clarity to David And David therefore spared her and the entire household. About 10 days after this, God took Nabal's life. David was therefore able to take Abigail as his wife because she was widowed. Saul continued to pursue David and went down to the wilderness of Ziph with 3,000 men again. David was able to locate Saul and his men and sent out spies to track their every move. One night, David and Abishai approached Saul's camp. Saul was sleeping inside of a trench. God let a deep sleep fall on all the men so that they did not awaken. Although Abishai wanted to kill Saul, David reconfirmed that it was not God's will. So they managed to take his spear and his water flask instead. David once again proved to Saul that he was righteous and had no intention of doing him any harm. David also realized from that day that Saul would not quit So he escaped with his men into the land of the Philistines so that Saul's chasing would come to an end. The king of Gath gave David Ziklag and David lived there with his family and all his followers under the blessing of King Achish for 16 months. One day David and his men joined King Achish and the Philistines to war against the Israelites. However, the other Philistine leaders did not trust David. So they sent David and his troops home. And on their arrival, they saw how the Amalekites had burned down their land and taken their women and children captive. God gave David great favor that day to pursue them. And David and the men with him were able to save their families and destroy their enemies. It was during the battle between the Philistines and the Israelites that Saul took his own life because he was afraid that the Philistines would torture him. And he was therefore no longer king. David found out that Jonathan had also been slain during battle, and he grieved deeply. God then led David to Judah in order to live in the city of Hebron with his family and all of his followers. The men of Judah then proceeded to anoint David as king over the house of Judah. This was one giant step closer to being king over all of Israel. Throughout all of Saul's opposition and persecution, David could have easily been tempted to give up the hope of becoming king one day. He also had more than one opportunity to take Saul's life. But David chose to step away from revenge and to follow God's lead. David preserved Saul's life, recognizing the fact that God had anointed him as king before him. God calls each of us to love our enemies and to pray for them. You can find this in the book of Matthew chapter 5. Verses 43 to 45. A good leader can recognize God's anointing and authority in the lives of others. During this time in David's life, he was able to maintain a healthy leadership balance because he never fell into rebellion and because he honored God's anointed. I want to encourage you to stay focused on God's big picture for your life because when you are a son or daughter of God, God has a plan for your life. Rely on the Holy Spirit because He will lead and guide you. Remember to trust God for the destiny He has set out for you, despite what storm you may currently be facing. God is faithful in keeping every one of His promises. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for the divine destiny you have for each one of your children. Lord, thank you that your way is the best way. Please strengthen your son or daughter with great stamina to endure in their callings and to remain fully focused on you. Help them to stand out as examples to the nations. I ask this in faith in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please feel free to connect with us through our website www.renovarministries.org for free resources or if you need any prayer. May God bless you and your family.